This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com For Moshe, for everything you've done uh, so far on this trip, Hashem Yivarech Oyscha, Shefa Baruch Vatzlacha for all of your efforts. Shkoyach for Moshe. So we're here in the show of the Rosh Yosef, Rav Yosef Oskapa. Now I didn't want to mention at the Kever, but he was the Rebbe of Shabtai Tzvi. I didn't think that was the Makam to mention it. But he was Zakein, Muflog, Yoshev Yeshiv, he was Shabtai Tzvi's Rebbe. And we're now in his shul, so certainly this is a central shul in the whole saga. What's most telling is there's only one set of Svarim in the Space Akhenesis, the Zayar HaKadosh, which was a very large contributor to the whole saga, namely, should someone of that age be so immersed in the Kabbalah. We mentioned that, uh, I need the, the reference, in this week's uh, Haftorah, I was reading it on Shabbos, and I chapt at Sitter, I knew that this week we were going to be speaking about this subject, it says, Tzvi ne- uh, Nevel Sefartai, which is uh, the reference always to Shabtai Tzvi. Shabtai Tzvi is always called Tzvi Nevel, Belashoy Nevela, even though Reb Chaim Falaji says we don't speak, there's a tradition not to criticize, but that's generally not accepted. And uh, by the way, in this, this week's Haftarah, we also have the Pasuk Pada Es Avram, which is the name of Ram Falaji Sefer, whose yard site is today. So our whole trip was already Marumas in uh, this week's Sedra. A few important facts about Shabtai Tzvi. Number one, he was born on Shabbos. That's why he's called Shabtai. Number two, he was born on Tishabav. And we know Mashiach is born on Tishabav, and therefore that was also a signal that he used that, that he has something uh, mystical and unusual about his uh, career. Third of all, it was Tishabav Shechaliyos Peshabbos. And it was therefore a Tishabav that was not fasted, which was also summoned and marshaled as an indication he will come and he will be Mavatel Tishabav. And of course, we know one of the first things he did was he was Mazalzel Mavatel Shabbos Batamas. And then, of course, he was Mavatel Tishabav. So his birth, the day of his birth, the day of the week, the fact that it was Tishabav, the fact that it was Tishabav Shechaliyos Peshabbos, these were all things that he marshaled, but mostly it wasn't him. Because anybody knows to be successful, you need a good PR director. And that was uh, Nathan of Gaza, who as brilliant and talented as Shabtai Tzvi was, Nathan of Gaza was the, uh, the mind behind the promotion of Shabtai Tzvi. Namely, he sent out letters to communities throughout the world promoting him, and he created a lot of the fervor. So Rabbi Yosef Eskava was his Rebbe, and we know the Knesset Hagdoila who the Chidah says was the preeminent halachic work after the Beis Yosef, also supported Shabtai Tzvi. Now Shabtai Tzvi was very smart politically, because he knew, we mentioned earlier, Knesset Dola split his duties with Rav Aaron Lefafa. Rav Aaron Lefafa was the Dayan, and Knesset Dola was the teacher of Archaim and, and Yardea. So they had a split role, they took over from the previous Rabbi Yosef Askapa. Now, Shabtai Tzvi realized if Aaron Lefafa was against him. So the, one of the things Shabtai Tzvi did was he demoted Rav Aaron Lefafa, promoted the Knesset Sagdoila in order to put himself in better standing. These are all factors that contributed to this saga. But one thing you have to know is that the saga of Shabtai Tzvi reverberates till this very day. Not only because there's still crypto... Jews who may follow it or other movements that uh, follow Sabadianism, you have to know it happened in the aftermath of Spanish Inquisition and Chalmanitsky pogroms when the Jews were in the, the, a low point. 
And the depression and the demoralization that occurred from Shabtai Tzvi affected every single event in Jewish history since then, whether it's the reaction toward all the various movements, reaction towards Hasidus, towards um, movements that support Eretz Yisrael. It was always in the framework and in the glass and in the perspective of what happened in the saga of Shabtai Tzvi. So we always have to, before we pull ahead and live our future, everybody knows before you pull out of your parking spot, you always have to look in the rear view mirror. You can't pull out of a spot unless you look in the rear view mirror. Otherwise you're, you're asking for danger, you're asking for trouble. So as we forge ahead in our lives, with our communities, with our families, we always have to look behind us, look in the rear view mirror, look at the challenges that we faced, whether we were able to overcome them properly, and that will help us navigate the future. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.